0: Hi, this is Christy from Life Struggles, and today I have a very, very, very special guest that I've been waiting to talk to. Um, I know you guys have too, because I've kind of told little secrets here and there that it would be coming up. I want you all to help welcome Haley Mia. Is it Mia or Maya? It's Mia. It's Mia. Thank you. Hi. (laughs) Hi. How are you? Good. You look so good. Thank you. (laughs) I'm super excited about this.
1: Um, So, so first of all, how's it feel to be home? Feels amazing, you know, being with my family and, you know, finally just, you know, being home and feeling that energy is like probably the best thing like for me right now you know after being gone for so long and just just having that it's been just amazing
0: so have you kept contact with any of your new friends
1: yes yes I have I I don't text them like on a daily but I do text them ever so often to ask about you know possibly upcoming music and anything I have questions on related to music, or if I needed to get in the studio, I know that they would always be there for me. Okay. So,
0: um, I understand you had a, a voice coach the other night. Was it last night or the night before night before? Um,
1: yes, it, I did have a vocal lesson last night.
0: So is that
1: something new that you've started? No, I've been taking vocal lessons ever since I was about eight years old. Um, my mom put me, in lessons in New York city when I was eight, because she saw something in me. And ever since I was like 10, I had been going to those vocal lessons, like religiously. But then when I was about 10, I, I kind of stopped and, you know, I, I took a break, but that's, you know, basically the gist. And like I last night was my first vocal lesson in a long time. And it was really fun. Was it fun? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, since you've been home, is there
1: anything up and coming? Um. Oh yeah, there is. I have. Are, are you able to tell? No, but I can. Begin. No. <laughs> you know, maybe, possibly, new music. Maybe. Oh, so hopefully somebody's writing
0: some songs for you yeah maybe hopefully oh that sounds so cool how did you like kelly as a voice as voice instructor
1: she she was amazing she was she was the most down-to-earth person i had probably ever met in my life and she was very chill like you wouldn't even think like she is like who she is like when people look at you know a famous person they they look at them as a famous person and they they tend to dehumanize you know celebrities um but you know being with her like just singing with her just talking with her you feel so so comfortable and and she was just amazing as a as a critic as a friend as a as a coach and I'm I'm so grateful to have had her and to have worked with her you know I I watched her actually win when she was (laughs) so did my mom oh my gosh and
0: she's just been like one of my favorite I, I love Blake too I love Blake too. I love them all, but I, you know, um, I really wished the Jonas, what was his name? It was a coach last year, Nick Jonas, Nick. I wish he would have stayed. I thought he was a really good coach. He was like, great. Right? like, he seemed to me when he went in the back and he coached with somebody that he like was really into that person and totally looked at things differently than other people did. But anyway that's that's all over and done with um and kelly i need to start watching her show but i'm not home during the day so i have to find out what channel it's on and tape her because i love yeah. her to death. and i i go back and like listen like last night since i couldn't um get you <laughs> yeah i i went back and watched you guys sing so would you tell me like of all the songs that you sang during the Boys? Which was your absolute favorite? Uh,
1: that's a hard
0: question. Um, I had them all written down. I, I knew my favorite. Um,
1: I think my favorite was probably was probably Elastic Heart. Yeah. Only because <laughs> I, you know, at the time I was um, I was struggling with uh, with a death in the family. And, and, it, and it was, it was my, it was my first like time experiencing that. So having been able to do something that I loved and, you know, in the back of my mind, dedicate a song to my grandmother who passed away was probably the best thing that I could have ever done. And that's why I was so emotional. And I think, I don't think many people know that. Um, I did say it on the show, but I don't think they aired that part. No,
0: because um, oh, yeah. I'm telling you what I I I taped and replayed if I could you know if I couldn't be at home to yeah. watch it and then I usually watched him like two times.
1: You know. Yeah. Um. So that's why I was very like emotional during that performance, and I um. But that that vocally that was definitely my favorite performance, and my outfit was amazing. The staging was amazing, and yeah. I thought, I thought it was just probably my favorite and if not my best performance. I thought so too. That's why I went, yes, because I, that's the one I picked. Um,
0: (laughs) I really liked, um, to watch you grow, um, your, your voice, I felt was like the best from the beginning, just, I, I just can't imagine, um, I think you were still thirteen when it started, right? It was um, but you're so mature, first of all <laughs> for your, <laughs> um, but your voice is is absolutely amazing, and I didn't think it was gonna get any better, but it did. but the, the <laughs> biggest part I saw me was you letting loose and just letting your emotions take over on the stage yeah and I don't know if that's something that a coach says to somebody or not but like so at the very end when you were singing with Kelly like you were just so comfortable and so and it was such so much fun to watch that like I could watch that over
1: and over thank you
0: you're welcome okay so what about when you sing Song from Peter Pan?
1: I, that was definitely on like, like all of my performances I can say were my favorite because people don't realize how much time and effort and blood and sweat and tears go into literally every single one of those performances. But a lot goes into them and they're all my favorite. But Peter Pan was one of the ones where it stuck out to me the most because, you know, it was challenge week when I sang that song and it was a pop country song and it was out of my genre. But that was probably the first time I ever felt completely comfortable on stage and was just was letting loose and, you know, just singing my heart out. And although it was challenge week, I kind of sort of didn't really feel like it was like that only because I, I had like such a I loved the song so much. And, you know, just it's such an upbeat song, which is never even like me to sing But I just felt so comfortable. Like I wanted to dance and I wanted to sing. and I wanted to give a performance and just let the world hear my voice.
0: That's just so amazing. So um, I was trying to think of the name of the song. Well, first of all, I want to ask you, so did you get to pick out your outfits or did they pick them out for you?
1: It was this whole process of where in the very, very beginning I brought a style board and then they would try and manipulate off that style board and we would have a rack that they picked and they went and out and shopped for. And then we would pick from that rack and we would photograph it. And then like the top people, producers would then pick our outfit. Sometimes it would get switched. And basically that was that, that was basically the routine for like every single like, Um, round
0: and and then they also like chose all the background stuff and all that kind of stuff too yes that that amazes me when you when you see it from our end watching watching it on television thankfully we have a huge big screen so it's so much fun but um, to see how well they did the designing of the oh, yeah. backgrounds to go with what you were doing or okay. any of you were doing that's that's just crazy so do you I have to know this do you get to keep any of the clothes
1: I do they're all in my closet right now. In- <laughs> yeah there it's I was so excited when I found out I got to keep the clothes they're all just there and waiting to be worn again in some sort of special event
0: oh you'll get to be going to special events I know you go. but there you know i always wonder that because i thought well because they have to make it for your size you know in your style how could they not give it to you yeah you know Mm -hmm. so but is that only in the like the 10 finalists or is that everybody up till um
1: that's everybody pretty much um
0: you just uh, put more clothes as you go along
1: right yeah even in (laughs) even in blinds, but it was only when you got eliminated was when you got to keep your clothes like you, you didn't and you didn't get to pick out what clothes you wanted, like to, when towards the end, like literally right after the show ended, what we did is basically went shopping in the oh. whole like, wardrobe factory and we got to pick out what outfits that we had worn that we wanted or or dresses that are dresses or like tuxes or like whatever the guys wear, like mm-hmm. anything that they altered to our body that, you know, physically cannot fit on somebody else's body because it's a body we got to keep. Right. So, um,
0: we got, we got finished and you went home. Did, was there a big welcoming or did they leave you alone and let you have some peace?
1: Um, you know, I got home and I kind of, yeah, it was a very, it was a very small thing. You know, I was just with my dad and he got very emotional once he saw me for the first time after nine and a half weeks of, you know, his life. And my brother, you know, was so happy to see me and my uncle was too. And it was just, it was It was very small, but it, to me, it was the biggest thing because I had missed my father and my brother and my uncle so, and my dog so unbelievably much because being away from them for so long after like never being away from them, like at all, like once I first had to go to blinds, I was really nervous because I had never even been away from my dad for like anything over two days. So, you know doing that alone was really hard, but, you know, nine weeks is even harder. Crazy. So, you know, the little welcoming that we did have was, was very comforting and it was, it was very sweet and I, I loved it.
0: So, you know, I, I travel when I, a lot of times when I go to interview people Mm -hmm. and sometimes I'm gone three or four days. Um, I also go to a lot of, um, women business seminars and sometimes yeah. sometimes it's five days at a time um, and you know the whole time you're like busy and you're meeting all these new people and you know you've got the schedule and everything and I know when I don't know you keep the adrenaline going and then when I get home it's just like huh and I just don't want phone calls I don't want you know I just want to feel home for just a little bit but I find myself almost in a panic mode for a while I don't mean like panic attacks but just like I like oh my gosh I overslept but I didn't you know um did, did you have anything like that did you like like have thoughts of um what, what do I got to do today? And, or were you just calm?
1: Um, also before I say this, (laughs) it's okay. It's okay. Um, okay. Um, but basically going back on topic was, um, I, I had a schedule every single day and, you know, in lives, I, I, I had a schedule and every single day, Like, and every single hour of that day up until about either nine or 10 o'clock was usually my heart out, which means I could not legally work any more hours because of the fact that I am a minor.
0: I was going to say, because of your age. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And I, from about, you know, I would wake up at maybe seven every morning And I would have five hours of school or sometimes I would have two hours of school and then I would go and I would record reality and then I would go into hair and then I would go into makeup and then I would go into wardrobe and then I would go to band rehearsal. And then I would basically just a jam packed day. And like I had no single day. Yeah. What about weekends? So weekends I only had one day off, which was Saturday because legally, I don't think I can work any more than Monday to, how many days is that? Six, six days, six days. I couldn't work any more than six days. Um, So I had one day off, which was Saturday. And then Sunday, which was the next day would be stage rehearsal because, you know, the next day was, was performance day. Sure. So, you know, I usually spent my Saturdays, you know, going out and trying to enjoy like at least a little bit of normalcy before, you know, I was performing on a huge stage the next day Mm -hmm. and I would just kind of either practice or my mom would straighten my hair or it was just like a whole big thing. And it was it, but it was amazing. And staging, stage rehearsal was a very, very, very long day also because, you know, you pretty much kind of have to have your hair the way you want it to look for Monday because they have to make sure it looks good on camera and they have to make sure your outfit looks good on camera. They have to make sure you sound good. They have to make sure, you know, the the background sounds good. The band sounds good. And it's just a very long process.
0: Um, I don't realize how much there is. huh?
1: Yeah. People, I feel like people kind of see uh, obviously what you know what's on TV. Yeah, what's shown on TV or you know what the public gives out. But every single day, like there wasn't like a moment where I could probably like sit down for about an hour and just do nothing unless we were really behind on our schedule. Because that's how busy we were like basically I want to give you a run through the through the schedule that we used to have just so I can show you like how busy it was. So Monday's performance hair, makeup, wardrobe, warming up, vocal, a little vocal lesson right before. We have, dress, we have dress rehearsal. And then, you know, it's time for show. And then we usually like record some stuff afterwards and then the day is over. Tuesday, dress rehearsal, elimination rehearsal. Um, we practiced our instant save songs. Um, hair, makeup, wardrobe. And then it would be time for show. And then we would film, film something after show. Wednesday was band reality so basically we would get our songs that we were going to sing Tuesday night so we had one night and I would get home at like nine or ten so we had one night or a couple hours to learn our song to have some sort of map and layout of it and then in the morning, if you woke up early enough, you would also have a few more hours to learn your song, learn the layout of it. And, you know, the always like coaching with Kelly that they would show before is what that band reality was.
0: Okay. Two questions real quick. One, were, did you stay close to the studio?
1: Um, yes, we did. Okay. It was, it was fairly close. Everything was fairly close. Thank God. Yeah.
0: And then the studio would be where you'd go back to rehearse, right? You didn't like rehearse in your room. Okay. So you had to kind of, didn't you guys have to finagle? Like who was, what time, who was doing what? Because only. Yeah,
1: it was, it was all in the schedule. Like it was a very strict, very forward schedule. Like nine do this, 9.30 do this, 10 do this, 11 do this. You know, it was all very. It was all very straightforward, so everybody knew where they were going, and transportation was right, and you made sure you had everything, because you could, on the schedule, it could say that you're going home at, you know, four for a little while, and then coming back to do something, but you'd end up not going back to the hotel at all, so the break you thought you had was completely gone, so you have to be prepared every single day to be out for the entire day. Okay. Okay. All right. So um, briefly um,
0: on the show, when they introduced you the very first time, they told of a little bit of a struggle that you've had in your life. And I don't want to go into detail with that with you. I don't think that's a big part of this, but I think you wanted to put a message out there um, to people, period. And so if you could just briefly give that message to people that have some kind of struggle in their life.
1: Yeah. um, So when I was little, I was, well, when I was born, I was diagnosed with strabismus and a double elevator palsy in my right eye. And I struggled with it tremendously when I was little. I would constantly have eye doctor visits. I probably switched between- six doctors in about a three-year span constantly getting new glasses trying everything and my parents doing everything in their power so I can try and regain some vision in my eye and when I was about I want to say in second grade I found um a very 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 great eye specialist and he he's amazing and he still is my eye specialist to this day and he he knew what he was doing and right away he said we need to have surgery so when I was when I was in second grade I had my eye surgery and so that sounds like you were probably about seven maybe yeah seven so ago. so luckily I regained about I wouldn't, I don't know like about how much the percentage was, but I gained a lot of vision back in my right eye. Cause you know, when you have strabismus and you have double elevator palsy, once you can't sort of see out of that, my right eye, your brain starts to tell your eye to start shutting off completely because it's not doing its job. Oh, wow. So without that surgery, I probably could have gone blind in my right eye. Okay. So you know, the, the surgery went extremely successful, and um, I regained a high amount of vision in my eye, and I was so grateful for that, and, you know, but after the surgery, obviously, you're in a lot of pain, and, you know, you're struggling, and I had an eye patch on for weeks, and my mom would obviously constantly had to clean my eye, and I couldn't see for, like, a good amount of time, um, clearly, at least, and, you know, singing was my way of you know, coping and trying to get my mind off of that. The fact that I had my eye completely covered and it was swollen shut. And, you know, I was in pain because um, as a little girl, you don't really want to focus on the fact that you're in pain. Um, And you always want to do something fun because, you know, you're little and you're young and you're naive and you want to make sure that you have something to do other than focus on what the bad things are. And
0: which is what adults should be doing.
1: Yeah, and Mm -hmm. basically, I say this to everybody and especially to young kids because sometimes it takes a lot, a long time for, you know, kids to mature or in any circumstance whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But my message is to young people that no matter what you're going through, first of all, treat people how you want to be treated. And that's the golden rule that everybody should live by. Absolutely. Second of all, if you want something, you always have to work for it. And nothing ever, ever worth doing comes easily. It's it's just not, it's just not life. You want something, you have to work for it. And as a kid speaking to other youthful people out there. um, And adults. Yeah. And adults. (laughs) I I want them to know that they're not alone and they, they are loved and they are appreciated. And you're here for a reason. And if no one's told you, then I love you. And I appreciate you. Because for for a very long time, you know, I didn't have somebody to tell me, you know, they love me, and they appreciate me as far as like a friend, of course, I had my parents all the time always supporting me. but I never kind of had a friend to tell me like, Oh, I'm always there for you. And I'm always going to support you. But my message is to just always be yourself and never let anything or anyone affect you and find that outlet in your life to not think about the world and just think about what this thing is that you love doing and just always spread kindness and stay true to yourself at all times so basically people need to find
0: something that they enjoy the most and focus on that
1: i believe they're
0: going so. through a struggle
1: i believe so yeah. cuz For me at least and not to speak for anybody but for me when I am going through something I obviously nobody wants to really think about it and either if it's late at night or early in the morning I always kind of just drift away and put my headphones on and I forget about the world because you're in this space where you feel at home and this is your comfort this is this is your everything because it's something you're passionate about. It's something that you love. Even if it's like, even if music is not something you want to do, or like, if it's gaming, if it's an athletic thing, if it's anything, even if it's something you really might not want to do physically, but it's something that you enjoy, watch it, listen to it, stream it, do whatever you want to do. But if it's something that you truly enjoy, don't let anybody stop you from watching it doing it you deserve everything that's put in front of your plate and you just have to work for everything what a great message thank you and
0: and I hope you I'm sure you do know this by now that there's many 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 people that love you and I mean besides your family and people that you will probably never meet but that that saw this personality in you that that saw that you had a good message out there to give to people and that's why I wanted to reach out to you because yeah. I I myself help people I'm a life coach and a counselor um, and my whole thing is about how people get through their struggles and how to do it of course and, Um, I just really appreciate all the words that you've said there are things I've said before but hearing from a 14 year old who seems like a 25 year old (laughs) thank you is so we're just so proud of you and you are so loved and really 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 can't wait to see what comes next so I just want to wish you like I want to wish you all the best um I hope you'll keep me posted on Instagram when you are able to, you know, tell what you're doing. Of course, of course I will. I will appreciate it. And um, thank your mom too. I really appreciate her keeping in touch with me and giving me another chance. And so welcome back home. Thank you so much. Good luck with your schooling. I know that's going to be hard and your vocal lessons and we hopefully will see you in the future. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Good Good night.